obsessed person doesn't care if they if they don't like that activity but they have to do it you're obsessed you're in it you do it anyway no matter what it's obsessed or average one of the two so pick just pick get a t-shirt obsessed or get another t-shirt average welcome to Zai to inspire podcast i'm jerome i'm a youth mentor entrepreneur and i'm here to bring in my life bring in my world drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems and if you take 20 percent of what i say and apply it you definitely make some change in your life Yes, I'm back with another episode of this podcast. And like, you know, I want to just hold tight to Dylan, Josh, you know, who were my literally my first guests on my podcast. Like, I literally been doing it since 20 and like, you know, it's my 40, what, 48th episode, you know, and I've always done them on my own. I've always done them out. And so, so you know, even now, like that just showed me, man, be consistent, man. Believe in it when it's a, a little dot, man. And like, you never know. Like, you might be sitting on gold, but you, you're the only one that sees the gold. And as soon as someone that sees worth something worth it, they will definitely tell you. So like, even like the guys on the podcast, they shared me, like they showed me about property. I was writing notes at the same time, you know? So, you know, it's really about sharing knowledge, sharing wealth. And I just want to know that knowledge is the biggest wealth, but really action, execution is the key. Cause you know, anyone can have idea, anyone can even work, let's be honest. But if you're not consistent, if you don't follow through, no matter what, you know, then definitely, man, you're not going to get what you want. So it's just about really persevering. So that might be the word of the day. Today was a good day. And yeah, man, I'm just, I'm going for a transitional period right now. And one of the lines that really sticks with me today really is, um, is sacrifice. And, um, you know, if you don't sacrifice things for your goal, your goal then becomes the sacrifice. And why I say that, is I don't want to go too much to what I'm doing is because obviously it's like, I'm trying to obviously like focus on building my legacy, focus on like the next generation and trying to find my way in this financial, um, I don't know what to even say world, but just financial pocket. Like I'll just say that because, you know, obviously like I've got hella ambition. I think outside the box. I think more different than everybody I know, than everyone I meet. And like, you know, I'm obsessed or be average. That line that Grant Cardone said, that's me. So that's why I like I even actually got the book. I feel like I got an addiction to work. I'll be real with you. So and it's a coping mechanism at the same time. But I feel like for me personally, it gives me great satisfaction. And I feel like, you know, if I'm keep, you know, working towards whatever direction I'm going in, um, you know, I'm gonna achieve something. You know, it's just about timing. Like I swear like all entrepreneurship is about all entrepreneurship is about timing. You never know what sometimes you don't know what you're doing. That's real. Sometimes things don't go to plan. Um and sometimes, you know, just things are just not good. <laughs> but, you know, it's just about, like I said, going back to that same P word is perseverance, man. It's like, that's just it, man. It's always, it's always going to pay off. Like hard work always pays off. It's just never giving up. Um, so this week is about, you know, really going in for Ibiza. I booked my ticket. I'm going to go there. Same thing like Dubai. Go there, see what villas are out there. See the other side, see the other party side. Because there's an economical model around this somebody said look we're gonna have an island that people are gonna party we're gonna make thousands of it people drinking alcohol and playing music and you know so and again they need people working these places and so it's the same kind of thing like going there seeing what properties out there seeing you know if i was to put money down seeing what deposits um and i speak to someone today not today sorry in the week and i know she was asking me about like property what are my goals for property and i feel like because of the way things are now as a millennial or just a young person, I just look at things just way differently. It's not about 
getting a job for 20 years and, and getting a 25-year mortgage rates. And we talked about this in our podcast, a mad high compared to inflation and going up and wages and all this stuff. So for me, it's like thinking outside the box, going outside London, renting <clears throat> buy-to-let mortgages, um, renting that property, you know, all of this stuff. It's just it's different ways of doing things, you know. And all we knew is what the bank told us. Um, you know, go to mortgage brokers, you know, you go to mortgage brokers and just and weigh up, you know, what's going on. And high street banks are all about credit. So definitely like get that up, get that debt down, get the credit score up. Um, and, you know, like that's kind of where it's at, man. Like with the future, like a lot of people, most people now in the 30s still living at home. And it's not like how it used to be back in. I'm going to go touch on this podcast. It's about this, what I'm talking about. Um, you know, council housing. That was council housing was brought in the eighties. Not even brought in the eighties, but most of them were built in the seventeen eighties. So middle, low income families could afford to have housing, and the local authority um, slash council would own these properties. But obviously, most of the people that lived in them were living on benefits. And um, yeah, it was it's, it's it's tough. It's tough to make ends meet. It's tough to just just feed yourself. It's tough to even raise a family. You know, let's just put that one out there as well. So. You know, especially today, it's tough, man. I'll just be real with you. So I'm thinking about, you know, getting property abroad. I'm thinking about getting property in places where I would love to go. Like, if I like Jamaica, Africa, Dubai, LA, like, I want to have a property in every country, you know. Same with business, man. It's like, you're going to be able to travel the world. You don't be bound to a country. So, you know, my ambition is my superpower, you know, and... um Maybe logistics is my kryptonite, I don't know, because sometimes, you know, to just to, like, prioritise it and kind of, like, you know, get things moving becomes difficult. But, like I said, the transition I'm making is a sacrifice for for me to get my goals off the ground. You know, DTY is literally ready to go. Um, you know, I'm doing some youth um, boxing up in my local area, mentoring some of the boys. Um, I already mentor already on the weekends. So I literally foresee, like, the rest of 22 being really great, like literally like September, December around that time, like literally like it's, it's, it's like August might be the peak, you know, when I come back, it's like I just really smash it. So, you know, it's just about speaking to existence, believing it, being confident no matter what. And, um, you know, I think my biggest driver is like not ha- not having, not even the basics, I wouldn't even say the basics. I would say like not be able to have enough um, and I'm speaking for a lot of people here, let's be honest, right? Not having enough to go on holiday, to go um, and do what you want, um, you know, save money, all that stuff, you know, it's difficult, it's difficult. So one of the biggest lines that someone told me was like, if you're relying on getting 12 months a year, you're always going to be behind. So what you got to do is be an entrepreneur, be a, um, be a, what's the right word, income generator, and find ways to make big amounts of money in small chunks of time, like, you know, making big amount of money. So that's really what I'm thinking about now. I'm thinking about every day should be a payday. You should be able to be the best salesperson in the world. You should be able to know how to make money. That's a skill in itself, not just trading your time. You know, if you trading your skills or whatever it is to get money, there's loads of ways to get money. It's not just, you know, and you can invest as well, which a lot of people are doing. So, you know, that's really where I'm at. And obviously I'm like, I would say I'm middle class and I was like um, at this restaurant actually and most of the people that go out are white and I was like why are these people always going out and then I was just like looking at it thinking okay when any black people come in there like these people are just going out for occasions <laughs> they're not going out on a regular and I was up in like Kensington so you know it's a nice place 
So I saw these two black girls and they was just real nice. One of them reading a the book, you know me, I love book drops and I like, I like to be interested in what people are reading. I feel it's like some sort of mad obsession with me. But this little black girl was um, reading this book and it's the first book drop and it's called Chev. Um, how the how they demo, demolized the working class. So that was just interesting me particularly because of the way I grew up and like the area I grew up too. Like I feel like anybody going to research gentrification, it's like they want to have these mixed income communities. So even where I live today, literally I'll be like across the road from a millionaire. Like anyone on this road that owns their house is a millionaire, right? So their house is a free story. And if you really ask this, if you listen to their story, <laughs> when they were my age, they probably had things patterned in their circle. That is really how like standard wealth is built today. You have to have it in your circle or your family. Oh yeah, I've got my cousin who does this. I've got my brother or my uncle or my, that's already built in. You were born with that. So most of the time people become wealthy through social connections within even their family, not even in the social family, a friend circle is in their family and like, you know, it's either like the dad's got a business and the dad knows a friend and these people help people. So one of the biggest things I would say and what I'm doing right now, I'm sitting down with a millionaire and the next week I'm taking him out, I'm paying for his dinner and I want to be a sponge, right? And, and and we, you know, get get a lot of information and data and stuff and I can share it with my people. So I guess anyone should just do that as well, man. Like just, it's nothing really. What, 50, 20 pounds for a meal to have a conversation, dropping my book, why conversations matter. 2022 amazing book because so many things that's happened to me like recently it's based on conversations literally like and it's interesting because a conversation something someone said to you five ten years ago will still be in your brain today but that person's not in your life today which is nuts that's why the power conversation is so key and um going back to the working class so these people had it like built in like before they was even in their 30s and 20s so they can own a house in their 50s and 60s. So, like, you know, when these people go to the schools as well, that's another thing as well. These people go to private schools, private education, the teaching, they don't do... School teach you nothing about money, man. They teach you nothing about tax. You get a national insurance number. When you get money, you're, you're really taught by society to be a consumer. Everything is about selling, selling, buying, buying, buying. Um, and now with the internet, everything's gone higher, you know, like you know, online shopping and stuff like that. And, you know, things become quicker and easier. People are lazy. So, you know, if you just make things right in their hands or right in their house, they'll just do it because it's habitual. Like, so everyone try and, like, control your spending. Really, like, I want to drop another line because I feel like people really think it's about making money. It's not spending less. And that frugality, that happens. It's, it's, it's another book I'm going to drop called The Millionaire Next Door. And it basically says, like, the guys that own these big houses don't buy Lamborghinis and Ferraris. These guys are literally watching what they spend. Um, and their bills are paid by assets and bills are paid by things they've invested in. So, you know, some people say to me, like, even in my family, people will say, oh, success is in everything. And, you know, if you don't get money, it's not going to make you happy. Like, well, I, I agree to it to, to an extent. I feel like money can make you have options. And that is good because when you feel limited... When you feel like you're stuck, that can create unhappiness and a cycle of depression. I don't care what no one says. So for me, if I can free up my options and if I can make myself say, okay, I'm going to do this, this can just happen. I don't have to wait to save. This can just happen. Um, I can just go and call my auntie who um, you know, has money and say, okay, I want to start a business. I don't have to go to a loan and pay a bank back with interest. 
I have that built in, right? So these are things, again, these are things I'm trying to create for the next generation. This is the this is the biggest driver why I go hard because I want to be that uncle. I want to be that cousin. I want to be that friend, right, that says, you know what, Jerome, he's got you. And I don't mind, like, for me, like, I'll invest in my little, my friend's business. If it don't go well, don't go well. I'm an entrepreneur. But there's certain people that have been around that want to be the king of the mountain and make people be dependent. I think the worst thing you can do is be dependent on anyone, especially financially. So I want everyone, every young person, just to be financially independent, financially literate, know about money, know about assets, know about liabilities. Um, and just understand, just understand money. Let's be honest. Like, just under, we all know how to get it, right? We all know how to blow it. We all know how to be a consumer, but we've got to know how to be an investor. And that is you become rich. You become saving money, you know, becoming addicted to saving money. And, you know, putting that money to use, you know, making that money work hard for you. So there's nothing wrong with working, but have a three to six month plan. Save 20, 10%. Put that money into a business. Put that money into stocks, crypto. Like, I can't express it even more. I feel like if you want to retire, okay, if you want to get a job and feel like you're going to retire at 65, that's up to you. But, you know, we're in the information age. So we can now literally become millionaires in a short space of time and create the next generation. You know, people that had generational wealth today started two generations ago. They started their grand, you know, if you know, if you're 20 or 30 or now your grandparents had things patterned. So by the time you're big, you get a head start. You don't have to go and save money and go and work bad jobs and do stuff you hate to get what you want in 10, 20 years. Nah, 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 you can fast forward that. And that's what I want to be. I want to be that guy. I want to have that you know, generational wealth. That's the biggest thing. So that's the reason I go hard. I believe money doesn't make you 100% happy, but it definitely is a factor because, you know, who wants to be sitting here, you know, let's just say your boiler is broken, you haven't got no money to fix it, you've got to sit in the cold in the winter. Now you deprive your human rights because you don't have any money to get you out of that situation. Who's happy there? You're, you're living with neighbours who are making noise. There's nothing you can do because you live in close, close proximity. You can't just say, you know what? I want a down payment on the flat down the road. I can get peace of mind, right? You don't. You have to go and now deal with that in the night. So in the day, you know, you can't sleep. You can't, I mean, you know, you, you start getting tired because, you know. So this is the thing, man. The, that book, sorry about that. I kind of went long tangent because I'm real passionate about everything. But that book is about the working class and like how people bun like that take benefits and how like the benefit system works and how people use benefits um you know and for me personally it's a mindset man I, i've been signing on housing benefit job seekers it's a mindset it's an entitlement it's a entitlement mindset just like even today like i was on the train and we get this all the time this is london man like people are homeless but i feel like if you're in that position, it's your fault. Straight. I don't care what no one says. I don't care. I've been homeless myself at a young age as well, not even an adult. So if you're determined enough and you want change and you say, you don't want to be a, you know, a pity for yourself. You just say, you know, I'm going to change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be determined. And no one needs to give you any money. That's why I don't give homeless people money. Because I think to myself, like, if you really wanted to not do that, you could not do that. Right? So, you know, there's so many things out there for you to change your life. It's just, you're you're the biggest enemy. You're your worst enemy. Like, you're the only thing holding yourself back. I don't want to hear excuses. you got to make progress, man. At the end of the day, excuses are for weak people, man. They don't want to put the work in. So for me, it's like, you're either going to be a slave or a master to your excuses. Things happen. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's problems all day, man. Like, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, like, so what are you going to do? Just sit on them and they keep coming and coming and coming and get knocked down? 
Life gives you lemons. Make lemonade, man. Make lemonade because you're not going to avoid the problems. You're not going to avoid it. But it's what you do with it. It's like you're an architect. You look at this, okay? You're going to make that like that. Put this together. Put this here. Wow, problem solved. So I don't want no one to cry that no one owes him anything. You never should borrow money to anyone. Teach that personality financial literate because the reason they're coming to you is because they have no money. You should never have no money when you work. Someone told me that when I was 18, I didn't even understand that then. I do now. Years, 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 years later, right? Understanding money, is a, that is the first thing because you could easily become a millionaire and broke within 12 months, right? From the lottery, yeah? That's a perfect example. So, you know, you have to know how to, to, to invest, spend, and save. There's only three things you can do with money. So find the best way to do it. So that's how the rich become rich and the poor become poor. And obviously, you know, I'm going over stuff because I want people to understand that the working class, middle class, upper class, the gap is, is getting wider and wider when they keep the poor poor and keep the rich rich. And how do you do that? Um, you know, this is basically the poor people, they keep investing. The, um, sorry, the rich people keep investing and the poor people keep spending. If you're a consumer, you can live your life a consumer um, or you can live your life in a It just depends on what you want to do. Um, and just reverse the feeling. Like I was listening to something today saying that people have an emotional feeling with saving. So they feel bad or deprived when they save and feel good when they spend. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with, I think the main thing is balance and moderation. Because I'm right now, I'm going through this, you know, trying to get my beach body for Ibiza. I'm going to gym like what? five days a week, um, sorry, seven days a week, seven times a week, sorry. Um, then I'm working out at home, I'm eating right. That ain't easy. I love sugar. I love salt. I love oil. I love these salts and sugars. And But it's not saying I don't want to have it. It's about, okay, don't have it this much. Have a balanced diet. Have some water, have some fruit, have some salad. And again, it's a discipline because you're pushing yourself to do something you're not used to. But definitely comfort zone, man. Like get out of your comfort zone as much as you can because when you're comfortable, um, when you you know when when you're not comfortable, man, like, you need to be growing basically. So and be around new people, be around different people, grow. If you can't learn from people, if you can't learn from the guy that's speaking to you or next to you, you got the wrong people around you. And there's nothing wrong with having fun. I want to have fun, but in moderation. Especially like when you're getting older, it's like, in my opinion, work hard now for like five, ten years. So the next five to ten, you're you know reaping the fruits of your labor. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. So unless you were born with a silver spoon, like unless you were born with things, I I saw this girl and like she had a house just given to her, like it's nothing, like it's uh, like I was like, how do you just give in a flat like that? Like she weren't paying rent, and then her friend um, dad owned properties, so it was like, yeah, you can just give your friend a property. Like that's what I'm saying. That's the levels. Like rather you struggling and striving ten years to get to a, a pinnacle, you can just get somebody to um, support you and get you to. You know, just have less stress, less life's full of stress. And if you have, you know, stress from income and stress from um, accommodation, that can cause, cause a lot of mental health, let's just be honest. Um, and yeah, man, I forgot to talk about gentrification, poverty and unemployment, definitely the antisocial behavior. And this is where I'm working with the most, I would say the most vulnerable and the most poorest children. But I feel like they're the best people because they appreciate the little things in life. If you grow up poor, um, yeah, you grow up poor mentally, but you just learn how to make things last. You learn how to appreciate little things that really matter. Um, like people and relationships, like, you know, little example, like, you know, I heard a story um, about 
some guy who basically let a nanny raise his kids. And that's normal for rich people, but they're never going to have that emotional connection with their child as much as somebody that's poor because you spent all that time with your child. You went through the hard times with that child. You see that child every day. It's not a half day with a nanny and all of this stuff because you want to not stop what you're doing because you have a child. You just want to say, okay, pay someone to look after the child. I don't think that's right personally. And you can't buy your child's affection, man. You might want to buy toys and take them out for shopping sprees and take them out for meals and what really matters. And I come from a person whose dad wasn't around, right? It's the, ta- it's the quality of the time spent with the child in the time. So that, I would say that again, it's the quality of the time that you spend with the child in the time. You could be a weekend dad, but what you're doing is installing um, teachings and you know, uh, f- um, you know, you know, principles and all of these things that last forever in life. Um, and you know, even I learned from my father. Now I feel like my stepdad, rest in peace. He was the rich dad, and my poor dad, my real dad, is the poor dad. Not saying I don't disrespect no one, but I just like being honest, bro. He got to a point where he's like, what? 60s now and he hasn't really got much you know he's got loads of children which is amazing which is great but you haven't got no assets to pass down to the next generation um you spend your whole life thinking that you know following this path could to get you to where you want and just ended up with nothing you know so for me i don't want to be like that that's my that's 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 my push i don't want to be 60 odd man i don't have nothing to pass down and you know i might be reckless because i don't have children today but I definitely want a big family. I definitely want to create the next generation of, of I'll just put it in there, black wealth. Because, um, yeah, man, because of the wind rush and because of there's loads of stuff. Um, you know, black people are far behind economically. And if we don't become economically strong, we'll get wiped out of the economical system. And what that means is we won't have enough um, ownership in our community to provide for the next generation to grow. So really, you know, the main things that identify us are race, age, and class. And and, and when I went to my last school um, in Hillenden, I learned a lot about that position. Like that's a that's a powerful leadership position. Um, and and I really understood not just a mentor as an adult for youth. I'm actually a mentor and for black youth. You know, and um, you know that's that's really that's really what it is, man. And. You know, this, this this podcast is amazing for me. I love it. And I really hope to get more guests on there and speak about their journey, speak about their mindset, more about how they achieve what they've done and their background story. Everyone's got a story. Everyone comes from somewhere to get to here and everyone's got a goal of where they're going. And life's short, man. And all you've really got is the present. So, you know, don't listen to no one you wouldn't trade places with. And anyone that told you the money wouldn't make them happy never made enough to know if it would or wouldn't. We're just sitting on hypotheticals. So for me, no one's stopping my grind, my shine. And it's, 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 it's a hard one because you separate yourself from everybody, from people, because you're so focused on workhol- workaholic mentality that nothing matters. It's all ton of vision. So again, it's all about balance and moderation. But if you've got a goal, don't give up keep going and you can definitely definitely get a result you just ain't gotta give up when you hit the hurdle this is jerome from desire to spare podcast and i'm out